Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 134. Uh, right now, uh, I'm going to keep it very home-based. I rarely have guests uh, at my place, but because um, little by little, I'm going to be moving out uh, later, later, the end of this year. Uh, my guest for today, um, I he invited me on his podcast on Super Audio Network. Uh, it's called The Social Primate Podcast. Super humble guy, helps out the community. I mean, we were vibing, we were clicking before we start this, uh, you know, before uh, we started this podcast. My guest for today is Eddie Aguirre. What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up? Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. You got a little lost in the alley. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, don't go. There's nails in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you told me the nails, I was like, fuck, man. I just got two brand like brand new wheels. Yeah. Like I was already just riding them in them. And you told me, I was like, fuck. Yeah, man. because I my car, I, I did. And I had to change my tire like eight times. Damn. I had a long nail. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck's going on, yeah. man? Because back in the day, it used to be all bez, ghettos, like and stuff. Yeah. So now when I... They, they, what they, the street, the city did, they cleaned everything. They took mm-hmm. all the nails, like, and all that. The only thing is, if you would have parked right here, you would have to move out because if there's cars coming in in my parking, mm-hmm. you're stuck. Yeah, you have to move backwards, and you might. There's certain like uh, spikes that you might hit your car or or spike your tire oh, okay. if you're going backwards. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's like, you know what? And, you know, I have to say, you're by far the luckiest. It must have been a good day today because you found parking. Like How right outside. outside. Right outside. And over here in the hood, it's it's bumper to bumper. They're, they're, I mean, it's so ghetto. They're like, hey, I don't give a fuck. I'll get a, a ticket for 70 bucks and take the and park on the red. <laughs> and But you was like, oh, shit. It's like, I was blocking you. It's like, hey, right here. It's yeah. like, wow. Yeah, that was that was good. Thank you for holding that. Yeah, I was holding that. Fuck, fuck that. No one's going, dude. Yeah. But it was a good. That means if you find parking over here. You know you're gonna have a good day. Yeah, it was yeah. today's your good day, like Ice Cube always says. Um, yeah, exactly. The podcast gods are like looking down upon us. I know. I was like, and you know what? I got nervous. It's like, is he coming? Because yeah. uh, I was like, I tagged, and it's like usually I get a response like, "Hey, I'm gonna be there later." Mm-hmm. But I was like, "Hey, I'm on my way." And I, my son woke me up. Hey, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, I got ready and all that. It's like, okay, hold up, because I was so busy, I was exhausted. Um, I did a podcast yesterday. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. I was like. Oh man, I don't want to reschedule, but it's like you know what? I ha- I promise I I don't want to reschedule again. And it was you know the timing, everything came out perfect. And because my work's been kicking my ass, Damn. and 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 you know it's just been so busy because I think next week is my last week doing podcasts because I already have twenty four episodes already backed up. Ah, I already okay. finished. Yeah. I finished them, so I still have another five more, which is like mm-hmm. this week and next week. So that should be a total of 30, 30, 30 episodes. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Just so, backlog. Just yeah, ready to go. That's how it is. So if I'm putting out four episodes mm-hmm. a month, that's worth what? That's eight months Dang. worth of material? <laughs> I need a time off because I was yeah. telling you earlier, I got to get a new car yeah. and everything. But yeah. I, yeah I mean, you got to get take that time to, to finish what you're doing and then recollect yourself uh-huh. and focus on something yeah. Oh minute. yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever done that before? It's like, man, I need time off, but let me get, let me push a little bit more yeah. episodes. It's a, it's been a little hard for me in the sense, just you know, because we mentioned earlier, I just got my hands on like my own mic, that so I'm kind of use it to provide like uh, throw out more content. Yeah. Instead of just being like bi-weekly, which just has been working out great, but uh, I feel like there's more people I, I can talk to, mm-hmm. and that you know, I, I have the time that I can make mm-hmm. for now, you know, but. Um, yeah, I haven't thought about doing back in like catalogs, you know, like saving episodes. Yeah. Mostly because I guess everything is running like on the moment type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just, you know, 
pumping out. Yeah, because yeah, because sometimes I need it because if I have stuff that I have to do like in a month or two, it's like mm-hmm. okay, I have this. As long as I get a whole bunch of pictures from that the thing, I got the stuff and everything, yeah. I could just focus on social media, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that, that I mean, it's it, it's something where it's like some people think it's like that's crazy. Now, why yeah. would you do that? Why would you travel and not get paid for it? But I'm thinking ahead. Yeah. For the next five, four or five months. That's what I always do. Yeah, that's, that saves you time. Over, and, you know, you focus it, you, you power through, like, the first, like... It's hard, weeks, man. Month. Yeah, I bet. It's hard. I feel, like, tired after one episode. It's like, oh, okay, I gotta mentally recollect myself, you mm-hmm. know? Like, at least that's for me. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can only imagine how many... Yeah. What the toll is for that many episodes. I've been doing podcasts last Friday... Mm-hmm. Till now, no, every day, Damn. every day, I'm doing two episodes, one, yeah. one, two. Excuse me, and and that's what I have to do, and I have, I, I have, like I said, I have priorities. Got to take care of up north, and yeah. in the meantime, I have all this. So I always let my guests know, say, hey, this episode won't be out until so and so. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, really? It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. You know, yeah, yeah. but some of them, there's some that ask for their episode to be. I want it on this day. It's like yeah. I don't know about that because yeah. when I say the number, it's a, it's a cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. You gotta go by the number because <laughs> a lot of people tell me don't don't say it by the number because what happens if you want to put that episode out instead of that one? Yeah, that's actually, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But nah, I mean, that, that's the whole point of it, though. You know, like I don't. I mean, I don't know how you do your list. I don't know if you sort them like based on like a specific criteria. Oh or, yeah. Like, and there's like an overall arching theme over them. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. You know, but if that's part of it, then that's part of it, you know? Well, yeah. That's... But I get you. I've had that happen before. Oh, okay. Too. So the reason I wanted to get you on yeah. because uh, I did your podcast because we bumped in, we DM each other. And when I found out, when I did the podcast with VIP Podcast, mm-hmm. and I didn't know you were a Super Audio Networks. And when I did, we DM was like, hey, just come on. And when you invite me on, I felt like we just had this already vibe going. Yeah. And I felt like in a way, when I did the podcast with you, we only scratched the surface with me. For sure. But, I, but the, everything was perfect. Uh, um, you having me on, I was like, man, I, I promised. Like, hey, you did my podcast. I did your podcast. You come do mine. And uh, I just like your story. And I've been venging of hearing um, all your episodes. I'm kind of not going to lie. I'm, I'm like five episodes behind of the mm-hmm. recent ones. And uh, I just I like to hear stories of because you like to help out what they help out the community. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, if I'm being honest, I w- I personally wouldn't feel like I'm doing a lot, but I know, and if you see it in a like a larger aspect, yes, just the fact that I'm having these people have come onto a platform mm-hmm. and having them voice your opinions is like I'm part of that. I mean, it's like the the middleman in between that information and public, you know, mm-hmm. the community. So, mm-hmm. in that sense, yeah, you know, I, that's something that I, I, I do feel strongly about. And even if, personally, I'm not as involved as I know I could be, I'm still trying to, you know, find those voices that are, you know, progressing in within those communities or the cities or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And giving them that voice, giving them that platform. Yeah, because I know you have one of my past guests, uh, Dalosa. Mm-hmm. You had Iran, then, uh, you know, you just had a whole bunch of people. But it's mostly people who are doing something in the community. Yeah. Or it could be a boxer, it could be a podcaster, it could be someone, a musician, or this, or whatsoever. And that's why I feel, it's like, okay, this guy has something over here. Yeah. And it's very interesting, and it's very different, because, you know, when you hear different types of podcasts, you know, like funny shit and this but yeah. sometimes in a way I like to listen to podcasts where if it's like an important matter 
mm-hmm. you know, in the community and stuff like that. Because yeah. L.A. is evolving and you see the homeless rate go up. You see a lot of things just changing. And I always feel like, is are we... Is it is LA going to be something good or something bad? Are we going forward? Are we going backwards? And that's where is there's something I always want to hear about your podcast because you talk about everything, and I know you're a very intellectual guy, and that's the type of uh, podcast I want to start listening to. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, thank you. It, it's always just quickly. I think it's always weird hearing people compliment the podcast. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about it. It, it still feels a little fresh and weird to me, just because mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit. There's, this person's actually listening, you know? And yeah. When you hear that comment, it's like, oh, fuck, okay. Like, you mm-hmm. feel like your work has uh, a little bit more, you know, the, the effects it has on people, you know? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, um, you know, um, today I totally forgot what you, what you asked me, but I think it was in regards to... Oh, LA, like everything's oh, yeah, changing. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what's, uh, I think that's one of the cool parts is that in a sense, I feel like a lot of the people that I've had on the, on the podcast kind of spiderwebbed into each other mm-hmm. either they met somebody that you know I, I came across somebody that i had maybe like two weeks ago and a month ago and they, they didn't know who they were and now they know each other mm-hmm. and now they're collaborating to make something get like something get done mm-hmm. and so i think it's a small world how there's people who want to have or have different areas that they specialize in but they don't have anybody to network with and mm-hmm. then through the podcast at least from my experiences that i've heard with others is that they've still come together uh-huh. in a way that they can work together and then fucking build something, dude. And it's, it's been pretty crazy just uh-huh. to hear how everybody's kind of interconnected at, at this point uh-huh. uh, in and outside of the podcast. Because one thing about podcasts, you never know who's going to be listening. Yeah. It's always something where it could be good or bad, but it's like, because, I mean, I've been listening to podcasts for years and mm-hmm. I remember... My first podcast, we all know, The Godfather is Joe Rogan. Yeah. And, you know, when you hear podcasts, I used to do overnight. I still not do overnights that much anymore. But when I do, I used to listen to it because mm-hmm. that was like my news. That was my CNN of what's going on. Even though it's like, oh, but that podcast episode's old. But, like, it keeps me informed. It keeps mm-hmm. me very yeah. up to date of what's going on in society. Yeah. That, that's that for sure. Mm-hmm. On the way over here, I was listening to, I haven't listened to the Joe Rogan maybe, like, I want to say close to like six, eight months mm-hmm. only because I've been kind of staying away from like listening to these because I feel like I want to... You be, you don't want to copy that. Exactly. Yeah. So on the I way know. over here, I was listening to Joe Rogan and but I, I remember what I missed about it. You know, the, the fact that it's just a natural conversation. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, he's just being Joe Rogan. He's just being human. He's talking one-on-one mm-hmm. without like the... Like all that fancy, you know, trying to fit into a specific market yeah. type of thing, you know? He's like everywhere. He's more like a maverick. He does what he wants. Yeah. He'll bring on uh, presidential people who's going to oh, run yeah, for president. Mm-hmm. Like, I heard something that he's, for next year, or for, well, I think it was for this year, mm-hmm. he's trying to do something. He's trying to bring different types of presidential candidates. Dude, that would be great. I mean, Bernie Sanders, yeah. you know? Yeah, because he had Bernie Sanders, like... Tosi Gabbard? Oh, Tosi Gabbard, yeah. With, Dude, she with, uh, is... Jocko Will- Jocko, Jocko Wilkins? You're, oh, you heard that episode with, with Tosi and, and Jocko? Yeah. What'd you think about that? That was very interesting. I thought it was a great conversation. I think um, it was both... Because he's... For for those people who don't know that guy, Jocko Wilkins... Jocko, what's his name? Jocko, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jocko. He's like a ex-military marine yeah. fucking SEAL guy or something. Yeah. And she's like... 
I think she's what, like uh, senator or governor Sen- from Gov- like in Hawaii or something. Yeah, from Hawaii, and she was in the she was in the military. Yeah, she was in the military. Yeah. yeah. So she's running for president. Uh, yeah, for the Democratic Party at this moment. Uh-huh. But they both have kind of like similar trains of thoughts in regards to military. M- military wise. That very that to me when they talked about that that I think it was wrong for us to invade and mm-hmm. now look what happened now we're in a big mess. Oh yeah. It made me realize like whoa like you're trying to get the hearts and minds. Yeah. It it made me realize like you can't play that because we're invading a country and they're I mean we're we're visitors mm-hmm. they're home yeah and it made me realize like fuck you just can't do that and you and you're when you have to deal with the type of lot of mess of the military now like I mean I know you have a what a son yeah or, yeah and he's gonna probably deal with it with the tax and this and mm-hmm. all that stuff it's like man it just a lot of things are changing because. I mean, we almost went to World War Three, you yeah, know, with Iran. Two days into the twenty twenty. I don't know. Is this? It, it makes me think and wonder. It's like, what are we doing? Is it? Is it? Are we going to? Is I don't want to say like is the United States more of a imperialism? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that invading other people's countries like that? I mean, they don't want to call it that, but, but it definitely but, seems like. But with the to... but with the drones of what they're doing. Yeah, man. I mean. It... <laughs> I know. If you're in the way, yeah. If you're in their way with their special interests, they're they're gonna be mm-hmm. under that foot of the United States government. Yeah, that's yeah, it, just some AKA imperialism. Yeah, imperialism. That's another. That's another topic for another day. Because when you get into that, you you're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And uh, but that's the thing about Joe Rogan. He has different types of people on mm-hmm. presidential and all that. What? How did? Uh, how did you get into the podcast game? How did you? What was your first podcast? I know you listened to Joe Rogan, but what made you decide to start doing a podcast? Hmm. Um, I mean, that was, let's see, I'm 29 right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like 20, 21, 22 when I first came across podcasting. Uh-huh. But yeah, like you said, it was Joe Rogan for the for beginners. I think everybody's first is Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I started listening more to, uh, there's this guy called Sam Harris, Making Sense with Sam Harris. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh it's hardcore history with Dan Carden. Oh yeah, the Mongols. Yeah, so I'm mean, I'm a huge history guy, you know. Oh, so. I haven't. He Dan Carlin did the one with the World War Two with the imperialism with Japan. Yeah, I haven't heard it, but it talks. He really goes up to date, and I didn't know what when he did the 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 one about the Mongols. Hmm. A lot of things I didn't know about. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Genghis yeah. Khan. Yeah, dude, the, he has some great stuff. I really recommend people to listen to it, even if you're not into the history stuff. Just the storytelling, like, it just makes you visualize when you're driving, like, super stoned. <laughs> That's me pretty often, so I'm just, like, I'm just visualizing. So, you know, it kind of gets your mind going, and you learn all these different facts, and it makes you, I, I, you know, you're interested once, like, you stop listening to it, and you're looking at look, looking at the information outside of it mm-hmm. on your own time. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're hooked. Oh. And that was, that was pretty much me. I was just, like... Genghis Khan, like looking up all this shit. Uh, because some of those episodes are like three to f- five hours long. Yeah, dude. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of time yeah. right there. But he goes really into debt of yeah. how it was back then. Yeah. And I always get wondered when he did the one with the the Japan one, the, the World War Two. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to know why did Japan go to war? And the only thing I can think of is that the United States cut the oil for 13 to 18 months of Japan. So, mm-hmm. And there back then, there was no NATO. 
So there's no internet and stuff. We're going to war. Fuck it. We got to do what we got to do. And they had to get all, invade all the islands and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And French Indo and all that to get the oils. And I feel like maybe that's what they're trying to do. Invade. And Germany was invading so they could try to get all the oils in the Middle East or Iran yeah, and all like that pressure, stuff. Like put, yeah, exactly. Put all that stuff into, you know. Yeah, it, 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 it's crazy, man. It's, you'll, once, once uh, I don't want to like go off course. No, 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 no. Pretty much, you know, like, uh, there's another book, People's History of the United States. You know, I think at some point it was like a high school book for people to read and, you know, during class. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it outside of high school, and that fucking book blew my mind. And then, you know, just the way the government works, you know, the way it was established, who it works for, uh-huh. and just the how far they're willing to go to conserve that democracy that they call, you know, the, the republic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I mean, uh, point being is that hardcore history, the, especially those Japan episodes with the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. Um, really interesting like great insight he goes deep into both perspectives or the people who were behind manipulating everything mm-hmm. uh, dude it's so good man do you do you uh, do you hear like a lot of inspiration podcasts or anything um, like Aubrey Marcus or anything like that I listen to Aubrey Marcus I've kind of moved over more to uh, Russell Brand he's uh, oh okay he was like, like the actor, the yeah. Actor turned like, like. I never heard it. I I seen him on acting, but I never heard his podcast. Yeah. So what is it? What's it about? Is he more? It's like... very spiritual, like very oh. spiritual, very like internal, very like egocentric type of way, like consciousness. It's a good one, yeah. Like if he's been on some episodes with Joe Rogan, and those conversations have been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, his whole thing is just focusing on like life, death, like the experience. Really good, man. So is that where under the skin? I think that's what under it's called. the skin. So is that where something where when you listen to different types of podcasts, you you get a whole persona of okay, this guy was talking about this and all that, and it makes you have an open mind of see things different. And yeah. that's where when you gather all this information like that, and it's like okay, this is how I want my podcast to be. It's not like you're copying it, but you have ideas of how you want your social primates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean overall, I mean we can all see that none of us really have an original idea you know it's, uh-huh. it's just like a collective you know we're collecting pieces of everything and putting them together to create a fresh idea uh-huh. but it's still a constant build out of things that have previously been there you know mm-hmm. but yeah i mean for for example the first podcast i did was live local so just to answer your question those were some of the podcasts i was listening to and at the time i you know, it's always gonna go back to marijuana, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> like, I, I was, I, I got, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I got uh, introduced to marijuana by a couple of friends. I, I, was, I got one for you if you want one. <laughs> if you want one, let me know. I will, will definitely take one. Yeah. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, just to finish that part off, um, uh, you know, I got introduced with, with that. I was spending a lot of time alone in my car, just hanging out. You know, this is the only place I can get away to get some like fresh air, you know, at the time. I had just had my uh, son at the time, so yes, uh, you know it's a lot of marijuana smoking. I know people look down upon that, but yeah, you know it was a way for me to decompress, you know, like relax at the end of the day, and mm-hmm. obviously for a lot of other reasons that you yes. know I don't think you need to necessarily explain to others all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so point is, those conversations led me to a lot of like like deep thoughts. Like I'd just be in the car and I'd be like, "Fuck!" Just hearing truth come out. And like it started influencing me to be better. Like these, these these were ideas that were like empowering in a way. Like they weren't criticizing you. They weren't trying to push something onto you. It was more like there's this information I know. I'm giving it out to the public, and it's up to you to decide how you take it. 
excuse me, and how you interpret it. Mm -hmm. And my interpretation was, I can be better. Like I, I can figure out what my worth is because you know at some point you have like this value that you think that you have on your own. Mm -hmm. It may not be the highest value, but you know with these conversations, at least for me, it made me switch that per shift that perspective and say, mm -hmm. I could be better. I know I should be worth more, and I am worth more. And so that just basically was like, oh fuck, I gotta do a podcast, man. So along with the graphic design stuff I was doing, nobody will give you a job unless you have like formal education. And I unfortunately dropped out of like my second year in college because I was like, nah, I don't want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. um, which I'll go back at some point. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think it's ever too late. No, it's never too late. You know, so you know, I'm going to go back to college because my, like when I graduated from high school, I didn't have that support from the family. Mm -hmm. You know, like... They looked, they looked at me like, what, what are you going to college for? You're stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. But I kind of think about it now. It's like, I want to go back to college. But a lot of people are like, I'm not going to college. So why? Because I'm not going to be in debt for a loan. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not gonna, and you can't, you can't, you can't BK that. You know, you can't, you can't. Yeah. It's going to be with you forever. So but you have to do it for the reason. Is it, what do you want to do? What's the profession that you really want to do? You know, like the whole thing with Kanye Red, college dropout. Like, mm -hmm. well, my dad got this and he didn't get a job or this. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to be stuck doing it. Then you, you don't get nothing. You don't get rewarded back. Yeah, there's that mentality that people would try to push on you too, you know? I mean, that's for sure it was on my end, you know, mm -hmm. you had to finish college, you know, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. But at the time, I don't think it was for me. You know, I feel like I can go back just to progress you know, in the sense that I can get a better employment sense. Yes, know? yes. But I don't think it brings the education that will necessarily... I mean, it will. But, you you know, street smart, street smart yeah. is better than, I guess... And social media, because we have... You, that's your that's your college yeah. right there. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, th there's a lot more real-life situations that you're going to be put through in real life than oh, yeah. you're going to be in school, you know? Mm -hmm. You can go to years for school and you're not going to know how to fucking, you know, talk to somebody or approach somebody necessarily. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you know, besides the point is, you know, um, those things kind of accumulated and made me start my, the first podcast I was in, it was Live Locals. Mm -hmm. And that was on, that was for me two years. And it was basically the same, kind of the same what Social Primate is now. But except at that point, I was doing it with uh, two other, two of my best friends. And at some point we all kind of just, you know, decided to do different things. And for me, it was like, I'm going to keep going with the podcast. So we kind of rebranded itself and renamed itself to social priming and at this point it's just basically just me mm -hmm. but um it's been good man i had a chance to uh meet a lot of people mm -hmm. you know hear different conversations and it's definitely changed my mind and a lot of things like my just a lot i mean that's the only thing that 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 helps you you know like you know, like you, like you say, you're just thinking about reflecting on life and everything, and you're like getting smoked out, and you said like, that's okay, and uh, you're just like, man, I'll just start a podcast. You know, just wanted to see what what can I do. Yeah. I don't know how it's gonna be, but if it if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. It's like, well, at least I at least you can go back and say, well, I did a podcast, mm -hmm. and you yeah. know, and it's good that knowing the fact like you have a son and you're doing a podcast, you're building a legacy when we're not here on earth. We still have those 
those audios that mm-hmm. you know your son and my kids can listen to was like oh that was my dad right there mm-hmm. and it would make it would make him understand about you more what was my mm-hmm. dad all about what was he like i don't know maybe you know there'll be situations like why i don't not understand my father or my mom mm-hmm. and then he heard the life that's when I, when i started doing the mega man's life i want my kids to know why was mega man like this why oh because he was in a broken home yeah. oh because his mom and dad wasn't around that's where I feel when I do the podcast, I'm leaving something for them to know, to remember me. Back. Yeah. And when they have kids and they're like, oh, that was my grandpa. It's just something to leave like a, to remembrance, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's a great way to be immortalized. You know, there's times where, you know, uh, fortunately for me and I'll go with now, you know, I haven't had somebody really close to me pass away. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, the from from what I've seen from others is, you know, the, the very fact that They'll, whatever, what they'll do to hear that person one more time or see them, you know? And in this sense, I mean, it's not like the best, like, you know, humblest conversations you're having always on the podcast. But, but it's always deep talk. But yeah, you know, and then it's, it's still an aspect, like you said, that you get to, an insight you get to see of that person, mm-hmm. you know, whatever form or relationship you have with them. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's great, you know, because like you mentioned, I don't have that type of insight into my own father's life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more like I just know he's my dad. He's been around. He supported me. He didn't leave or anything. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like his childhood, his history, like his conversations, his points of views on things, like I really don't know. You know, and maybe you know, people are like, "Damn, this guy's a dick." Mm-hmm. But no, you know, it's just not. It's just not that type of relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I wish it was. But point being is that this is a way to meet him. Like for my kid, he can have something to be like, "All right, cool." You know, my dad was. A little deep or something, whatever. Or mm-hmm. This guy's. Yeah, I always feel like that now, like with fathers back, you know, like they're getting older now, but they don't want to be close to their their kids, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, about life. But I feel like with the new generation, which is us and everything that we're having kids, yeah. we have to be close to our sons. We have to be because we don't want to shelter them, but we want to teach them street smarts, but also teach them reality. Because you don't want to shelter your kids. Yeah, and, you know, you throw them out into the world. And it's like, well, I'm so used to being sheltered. Now mm-hmm. people are just hitting me left and right. It's like, what I do with problems or situations, you know? Yeah. That's where fathers need to come into play and mothers. Because I feel like I have to be. And that's where one reason, like, I'm trying to be more as a father. Because my father wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to be there for them. And I'm trying to spend more time with my kids more. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen my daughter or my son I had for a couple of weeks situations, but I'm trying to make things work mm-hmm. no matter what and try to make more time and effort to spend time with them. But once, like I said, I was telling you uh, before we did the podcast, um, I'm going to be taking a break for a couple months, which, yeah. you know, and everything, which I kind of want to focus on family, you know, because I don't want to leave them behind. Yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, we got to take advantage of it now. And I know yeah. it's easy, you know, like, yeah, I, I'm like around my parents sometimes and, just little things they do aggravate me, you know? And, like, I catch myself a few minutes later, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have acted that way or, or just, like, have been so short, like, oh, like, oh, why are you guys telling me this? Because mm-hmm. uh, I see them, like, a few times every week or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's hard. And then it's, when they're not there, then I'm like, oh, fuck. You missed Call them. my mom. I love yeah. you. Yeah, hey, mom, I love you, you know? Like, we like that we saw Moon Coco, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, she, <laughs> but she's there, and I'm just like, yeah, all right, cool. And I just like leave, you know, and but that's why I feel like I'm a dick because I know I'm aware of it and I'm still doing it. So that just makes me a dick. 
Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah, I'm working on it. No, wait, wait, we're not perfect, man. When I saw the movie Coco, I cried. It's like, hey, man, come on, I love you, man. I'm sorry being a dick, but you made me like this, man. You freaking alpha. You know, that's, but that's how it is. But I, I, to, I totally get it, you know. You know, you just, you just, you want to be the best person you can be. I think we have, I think with a lot of Chicano and Latinos, we always have that thick skin, you know, to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. You know, we don't know, we don't want to show our emotions because they feel like that makes us weak. Yeah. And I feel like, I, I mean, we all can cry, but fuck, man. When Coca came out, man, I was crying. I was like, fuck, I know I'm not a macho Mexican, but I fuck, I cried, man. Yeah. I know macho Mexican would be crying about that movie, too, you know? I mean, come on. They're racist, they're real emotions, you know? You yeah. know, you feel them. Fuck it, I want, I want to be remembered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy disappearing. Uh, uh, that was dude. sad, dude. Yeah, that was fucked up. I know. What was like, we did the social private podcast. What was the most hardest uh, you don't have to mention that person here. She's mm-hmm. name. What was the hardest episode that that you ever done? We're like, fuck. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, see the. Uh, <laughs> maybe there was there was two of them. There was one that didn't happen. That was that was supposed to happen and didn't happen. That one was a just the situation was pretty annoying. But and then uh, there was a yeah. It's just like, if I go any deeper. No, no. But no, no. Let's keep, we'll keep it basic. We'll keep it basic then. Yeah, yeah. point is, uh, there was one with like, I had to work with like three people, and three of the, two of those people were not in house. It was like over phone, and it was just oh, so I disconnected. Yeah. It was a good conversation. Uh, you know, like, I can't deny it, mm-hmm. but it was just, it felt really uh, like forced, pressured. Because again, we're, there's two people on the phone, and there's one person in front of me. So it's kind of hard to kind of have a human conversation when we're like stopping, waiting for the answer. Oh, okay. So we'll blah blah blah, and waiting for their answer. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it was really weird. And outside of that, it was just more like complications with the people in the room. Yeah, yeah. But but but, but that that with that right situation that comes with experience. Yeah. Like now you know. Yeah. Now I know I'm never gonna do it. No, I did phone once, and that guy guy kept on over talking me. Yeah. Uh, Chris Small Town Cali Podcast, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it work and stuff. Yeah. But that's just something where when you do podcasts, you come up with experience. Mm. Like you ever had a, like a uh, I, there's one thing I hate. I hate dead air. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to push a person to talk more and they're, they're, they're too shy. Yeah. You know, like, they say, oh, hey, hey, Eddie, I want to be on your podcast. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. But when you do it, they they just froze. Like, yeah. what happened? Like, uh, you know, like, you ever yeah. had those before? I definitely have. I think it's, uh, I think they're funny. I, one thing that I like uh, doing beforehand, nor, most of the time, and I think people have gotten it by this point, uh-huh. is that I can get a little awkward sometimes on while I'm talking or on video or, or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I get stuck or forget or there's mm-hmm. silence or I make the some awkward joke you know whatever mm-hmm. but um I like to bring it up like hey man if it gets awkward it's gonna get awkward I didn't feel like with our episode it wasn't yeah you know because like, I, I think you know right from the get go we were kind of just like vibing. vibing yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and other people you kind of have to like break through the ice first and oh, it's yeah. usually after like the first 20 minutes that they're warmed up and now they're already opening up mm-hmm. so it's usually those 20-30 minutes in the beginning that you have to like Mm-hmm. Take control of the conversation, yeah. And if it gets awkward, then I just bring something random up, dude. Like I post something up on the internet, and we're like, "Hey, did you guys see this?" And we don't go from there. But yeah, man, I was gonna talk about. Uh, I I I follow you a lot, and um, I noticed that. Um, the, there was a situation that happened in Cudahy mm-hmm. with the elementary school. Oh yeah. And I know um, when that situation happened with was it with Delta? Yeah, Delta Airlines. And so what happened? Like the fuel just dropped on Cudahy. Well, <clears throat> that was like a month ago, I think, or something. So the story goes 
that Delta, the El Delta Airlines, was, there was an airplane going to, Ch I think, China. So going to China, and it had just taken off maybe like two hours from LAX that they had to call in the uh, radio towers and say like, hey, like there's something wrong with one of the engines. Do we head back or do we like circle around or something? And the radio tower told them, okay, well, just come back. And they and they told a fucking uh, air pilot, hey, do you guys need to dump fuel? Because normally they have to dump fuel in order to meet the weight limit in order to land correctly. Oh. So the guy, the pilot said, no, like we don't need to drop fuel. We're good. We're just gonna, you know, burn some fuel and then we'll go back. And then they said, do you confirm that you do not need to dump fuel? This was all like on LA Times audio transcripts that they got from the oh because yeah. there's like a box or a transmitter yeah so they released that information so you know when was everything was happening so they said they asked him one more time the air pilot and the, the guy said uh, what do you say he goes no negative we're good to go you know we'll head out in a few minutes and then no more than like 10 minutes or 20 minutes i think after that he passed over uh what is it cut like southeast LA area mm -hmm. and he dumped they opened the fucking you know air tank they let the fuel drop on the whole city uh, the school it landed mostly on the school I think some of it landed on the riverbed but on the school there was kids outside playing like fucking uh, like elementary kids you know just playing dodgeball and shit and then they're like looking up and they're like oh it's water and it's fucking jet fuel burning their eyes oh shit <laughs> yeah dude I don't know why I'm laughing it's and have dark humor, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. It was fucked up. I know. It was my kid. I was like, what the fuck? But, um, yeah, the point is that jet fuel dropped all across, I think, all the way up to Southgate and some Downey or something. And, um, you know, people were outraged, dude. So I went to the town meeting. Yeah, I saw the live you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to do the live feed. And there was, yeah, people were pissed, dude. People were angry. They were just, uh, like, they wanted to know what was going on, what they were going to be doing, and what was the city going to do, and whether Delta or not was going to excuse me, be liable for the fucking damages, you know? Like the oil going in, going into the soil. I want to know what happened with the kids. Um, well, this is this is where it gets weird. So the... Who came in? The paramedics. So as soon as the, the jet fuel dropped, the school, I believe, called the paramedics. Paramedics rushed to the school. They got the kids. And the kids who were inside, they told them to stay inside. The kids who were outside, they made them go outside. And they washed them down with like... I want to say like a hose or something like... Not like a fucking fireman hose, but like a, like a hose to clean them up. Tell them to take their clothes off and put some other clothes on to disinfect the ones with the, had the oil. They sprayed them down, and then I think they took some sort of test. It wasn't a blood test or anything, but it was like samples to see if they had any uh, oil traces on them. And that's it. They just basically let them go back to school, or I think they went home. But they didn't take them into the, either the fucking uh, truck. They didn't take them to the hospital or anything to see if there was anything already in their blood or respiratory or anything. They just said, oh, it looks clean. There's no traces of it. We're keep our hands clean. We're taking off. And then overnight, they, I think like the hazmat uh, department came in and watched, supposedly watched all the schools down. But just the schools. So imagine all the, all the other houses, people's houses, yards, their fucking fruit trees, everything else is like fucked. Contaminated. Yeah. So like... The whole community was was very pissed. I think they're still working on trying to get everything situated, but uh, yeah, they, there was a lot of representatives that day, and people were calling them out on their bullshit because it was it was also business talk, dude. Like, we don't have any more information, blah blah blah. Start suing like, people, but like, well, this is what man, happened. It was it was a uh, it was crazy, especially in that area. There's always been like environmental injustices. 
So people were just like, really in Cudahy. Yeah, well, Cudahy, Maywood, Vernon, because those are all urban. Uh, yeah, well, cities. they're all next to this. Yeah, next to the factories. There is a there's a former Johns company there, and they do the fucking uh, pig processing, or cows and chickens and shit too. But dude, there's days where you're just chilling in your house outside in the yard, and you get this whiff of fucking dead carcass and like oh. guts and like rotted meat and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? And you know it's coming from Farmer John's because they're minting out. I stopped eating hot dogs because there's a person, I'm not going to mention who, but he worked at uh, the, the name that you just did. He saw, <laughs> he's like, I saw like how they make the hot dogs. I went. Yeah, so fucking, if they yeah. get the leftovers on the floor and they put mm-hmm. it together and that, and they make hot dogs out of yeah, that. The links. I was, the links. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, yeah. Because you know that they could be sprayed with some stuff or chemicals yeah. and all that. You're just eating because you, you can't let, you can't, Waste stuff like that, just yeah. make it into a hot dog or shit. I was like, I, I was like, I'll never eat hot dogs again. Yeah, dude, they, they use pig buttholes in there. I did not know that. Yeah. I was like, man, I was like, but that's kind of sad. It's like, what happened with Cudahy? You know? Yeah, I mean, so that's one thing. That's the the neighboring cities around Vernon, and then there's another company in Maywood that was an excited battery company, the car like car batteries. Yeah. Dude, they were throwing fumes out for years. You know, people in the city were getting notifications to take lead, like go to the doctor and to check their lead levels because they were coming out extremely Whoa. high. And to, I think it closed down maybe like three, four years, no, like eight years ago it closed down. They like, finally said no, no more. So there's always like some shady stuff going on in those yeah, cities. Yeah, that's why the people are fucked up there. They just have all these complications in their health. That's like, that's like, they always talks about, because I used to live in Wilmington, mm-hmm. and with Wilmington, there's all the, the oils and oh, all that right, stuff, yeah. and all smog just covering the city. And you see a lot, I heard a lot of people just get cancer. It's like, you're just stuck there. It's like, mm-hmm. the smoke and everything, it's like, fuck, man. It makes me feel like, we're, uh, LA is getting too polluted, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, and the thing, one of the bigger questions that they said about the whole Delta shit was that the plane went over Beverly Hills, fucking like Burbank, Glendale, like all the, all the white cities, and it didn't drop the fuel there. It dropped it when it was around here. So it's like, and even if that was besides the point, even if let's say it was a complete accident and they did it here, the very fact that the fuel was dropped in the communities, if it was a white community, they wouldn't have it. Like, dude, they'll be suing, they'll be suing the fucking airline, the city, everybody in the yeah. matter of overnight. Yeah. You know, they're going to be on top of it. And the thing is, our communities, unfortunately, are not as educated or even if I want to say not educated. Uh, not they're informed, not, they're not, not informed, informed, not not well informed, and a lot of them are also scared because a lot of them are immigrants. You know, what are they gonna do? You know, they yeah. don't want to be put in positions where they have to be facing legal. And they don't want to get yeah. that backlash. Be like, whoa, wait, you are you a citizen? Like, oh, ICE. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I totally exactly. get it. Every time I go on the freeway seven ten, um, you can look on the bridge and it says uh, no ICE. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, it, it says, yeah, this is, yeah, some, I yeah. seen the guy, I seen the guy who puts it, some older man. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> I see that stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he I, came up to me once in the gas station, he was like, take one. And I was like, oh, oh this what? is, yo, you're the guy that's putting these. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, gave me one. But yeah, man, that's, and, and that's, and that's the thing I admire because you're trying to be there for mm-hmm. the community, you're trying to know what's going on and yeah. stuff, what to talk about and not... And that, and that makes me feel like when people tell me, what's your podcast about? What, the same thing what you do, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, this year I want to focus more on the community. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, like we were talking about earlier, uh, there's a big homeless deficit. It's really bad. And I was like, well, how are we going to fix this problem? It's just getting worse and worse. 
And there's a lot of people I, you know, um, that are, are mentally disabled, mm-hmm. probably have autism. Maybe they don't want to live in their homes and they don't want to abide by rules. Maybe some can't get back on their feet because of the recession. Yeah. There's a lot of situations. <laughs> I know. It's that beer, huh? Yeah, it's beer. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, but, it's good. It's good. Yeah, but it's just a lot of situations like that. I feel like, man, what are we going backwards? Are we going forwards? Yeah. Like, what are we going to do about this? You know, the, the, because of all the gentrification, you know, and stuff like that. They're buying all these houses and they're evicting everyone out just to, you know, make Ellie a better place because the Ellie ramps are coming and this. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot yeah. of situations. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. I mean, so the city's moving fast, too. It's like, if, I don't know if people have noticed, but the, in the, over the last, like, 10 years doesn't seem like a lot. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, in terms of the way they've been building, like, there's like eight new skyscrapers in LA. That mm-hmm. If you look at a picture that, you, at least for me, my idea of LA has yeah. a specific shape and silhouette. How it was back then. And now it's like, it has fucking random buildings somewhere. And it's like, it looks cool, you know, but you see how it's just like, Ramping up like crazy, man. It's expensive, yeah, man. It's, it's expensive, yeah, and that and that's the same thing. What's going on in Long Beach? You know, like a lot of gentrification. Yeah. There's one thing I it hurt my heart, but it, it you gotta you gotta be with the program or you gotta keep up to date. They closed down VIP Records or Snoop Dogg and all that the, oh, wow. when he was on top of the yeah. thing. Now it's a Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Yeah, and all that. Uh, he bought, and that's where we think about like that was a studio with Snoop Dogg and all that. Now there's a lot of things just changing. Where, yeah. damn, I'm getting burnt too. <laughs> it's the beers, dude. But a lot of things are changing in Long Beach. It's it, it, is it for good? Is for not? And I always when I think about gentrification, I think about Boyle Heights because they fight that shit hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. fight hard. They don't want that shit. Yeah. You know, and I get it. Like. There's some, there's cities should have gentrification, but some that they shouldn't, but it should be half and half. Yeah. But it's like, you have your, your mom and pop places, but you have a little like, hey, it's good because, you know, back then the early, ni- late 80s, early 90s, it was bad with the whole gangs with like, you know. Yeah, it was uh, the same thing. Yeah, that's where they changed it was from East LA to what, uh, Silver Lake? Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how they did. And I was like, oh, because I remember back in the day, I used to go to Highland Park a lot. Now it's all hipster land. Yeah, yeah, I used, when I was a kid, I was like eight, I was like 90, no, I was like 97, 96 around there. Uh-huh. I used to live around there, and it was, it was a weird place, man. Like, obviously there was no hipsters, you know, but there was a lot of violence, like, so random gang violence, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude. So now I go back, and I drive around, because I kind of work around there, and it's like, dude, it's a whole different place. Oh, I got a, I got a, a, a pop quiz for you. Yeah. There was a humongous company that was founded at Highland Park. Can you name that? Fuck, a humongous company. And it's all over the malls. All over the malls? Like it's in the mall? Yeah. What the fuck? It's like the generic staple of a mall? Oh, yeah. It was connected to all the malls and a lot of, lot of, everyone, a lot of uh, girls and guys shop there. Forever 21? Yep. They, for real? Yeah. What the fuck? I found out about it. I was like, Forever 21 was founded in Highland Park? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I didn't know. And now they crazy. made, now it's all spread out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think one of at least one factory is, I mean, not factory, like a warehouse is in LA. Yeah. I thought that was where it started, but oh, that's pretty good. I didn't know it was Highland Park. Yeah, Highland Park, and I was like, fuck, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I was like, it's interesting because I, when, um, when you talk about history, I like to know what stuff was found in what yeah. city and stuff like that, what celebrities lived there mm-hmm. and this and all that. But that's, that's the thing I always talk about because I've been going to Highland Park and Eagle Rock lately. Oh, okay. It's Eagle Rock because of the breweries out there. Yeah, I've, I've always heard of them, dude. I haven't had, ch- haven't had the chance to go there. There's this one, I think... Fuck, what is it called? Eagle Rock Brewery? No, Highland? No. Oh, Highland Park? The best. 
Highland, Highland Park, Park Brewery? Yes. There's oh, two of them. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. One in Highland Park and the one in Chinatown. Oh, that's the one I heard. Chinatown. It's bad. Oh. But I go to the original one because mm-hmm. they have a lot of beers and they have food and everything. But everyone goes to Chinatown. But the Highland Park Berries, I have to say, by far my top five mm-hmm. of all of California. Because some good beers. Yeah. Even bo- you, Have you been to Borders X? Bell? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there a few times. My boy's over. My boy works there. Oh, yeah? Lewis. Oh, shit. That's freaking cool. He's going to be on the VIP podcast next month. Dang. Yeah. That's uh, cool, man. When um, I had uh, Dark Ghost, I had a, yeah. a fix. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the podcast. We did the podcast at Borders X. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And uh, he was like, wait, wait, wait. We're doing the podcast there? And so I told my boy Lewis, like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do the podcast. And he's like, whatever beers you want is on the house. Dang. And we got messed up. We're there from like 10 to like fucking 430. We're drinking. Yeah. And he got, I saw Fix's eyes go goo goo gaga. Mm-hmm. So we're getting smoked out. We're having free beers, yeah. and we were fucking having. We we took a, we got some Panda Express. We're just. He was drinking. He's like, dude, this is an awesome experience. Like, yeah. Is this how you do with all your guests? Like, yeah, I just I want them to. I want them to be themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like have a beer, have a good time, socialize, just be you. And he was like taking pictures. And he told Lewis, like, dude, I gotta get you on my podcast. Like, let's fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And it's how and he where he works at. It's right there. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's low. It's super local. And I told her, I told Fix, like, he took me after the podcast to this taco place. It looks like a house. It was. It's like yeah. a house. It's right there by the train tracks. You know where oh, it's I at? Know that one, man. Oh, he took me there, and I was like, dude, it was so good. But yeah. he said the chili sauce was fire. And like I was just like sweating, crying. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so good. Spicy though. And that's why I think I always like going to Super Audio Network. Mm-hmm. You feel that energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was like, damn, Mega Man's been on Super Audio for three times. But it's just something where it's like, I Dre's hell cool. Mm-hmm. I like how you are, and Fix and everything. You guys have something going, man. Yeah. No, I mean he's definitely a, a Super Audio. Uh, Dre, he's done a pretty good job of. Just bring, just putting a space together, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a space you go in there, you get lost in it. Like you're lost in there. It's his brain. That's what he talks about. Yeah, this is my brain. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? It's like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I always DM him from time to time. Say, hey, Mega Man, like, are you busy on these days? Like, because you know, you guys have comedy sometimes mm-hmm. over yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like, a comedy show. So I try to make it out if I ever ever have time and stuff. And that's the thing I like about. Like the just the, the the chemistry, the energy, mm-hmm. and like, are you, do you get that a lot from? Do you ever do like other people's podcasts? Every now and then, yeah. Uh-huh. Like normally, I mean, I've done a, somebody else's podcast. That, uh, it's called the Jag Show. They uh, broadcast out of Super Audio too. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I've been a, I've been a, on Fixes uh, podcast too, uh, VIP, and a few other ones. You know, it's it's always weird because normally I'm I'm not used to being the one who's being interviewed or really or starting the conversation you know it's it's weird mm-hmm. but um i enjoy them you know it's it feels like it's always a good flow when you when you talk to interview a, a podcaster to a podcaster yeah and you know what you want you what you want to talk about it and, and you really want to know who is eddie all about mm-hmm. and that makes it more interesting because a lot of people get kind of curious when when I uh, post you up today, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, what? You know, Heidi's like, you're going to have a monster? Like, yeah. Um, and some other people was like, oh, cool. You know? Oh, man, and nice. I, I, I got a lot of more followers because mm-hmm. when I was on, they were like, Mega Man, I didn't know that was deep, that deep talk. And mm-hmm. when I told you my personal life, it, I, I just saw your face like you were shocked. Yeah. Because <laughs> how did you feel when it, it was this just... Is, like, I mean, for, a lot, for the most part, like... I like to have a deep conversations, but like you said, it's specific to certain people, you know, uh-huh. like some people don't want to get too deep. So you kind of have to 
that's one thing, at least with my experience with podcasting, has been or at least having conversations with somebody, is it's taught me more about a human, like, I'm not, I don't want to sound like a fucking smart ass here, like no, psychology no. or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can, I can read the situation a little better. Mm-hmm. Like, it make, like I see your body movements, mm-hmm. you look closed up, you know, I know you're more reserved, mm-hmm. and I try to sneak in, like, little you know, jokes or mm-hmm. things, yeah, to kind of, like, make you open up. And, you know, a lot of those times, I don't think people are used to just having, a, like, a deep question directed towards them, like, well, I f- why are you doing something, you know? Because like, I feel like the reason why I'm like this, because when you're a podcaster, people are going to want to know, who was Eddie all about? Who's mm-hmm. Mega Man? I want to go inside, what, who is he like when he's not doing the podcast? What was his life like? Because yeah. with social media, you have to open up. You have to let them know, this is who for who I am. And, you know, like, people are going to have their persona about you. Like, is he a cool person? Is he not? But that's what you have to do to, um, how do you say the word, uh, let people know for who you were. I don't want to say like that, but when you do a podcast and you do, like, have listeners, they want to know, like, oh, this is what Mega Man's all about. Mm -hmm. This is is his life. He's real. And, like, there's one thing I noticed. I want to be who I am. Doing doing the podcast yeah. and outside the podcast, I'm still myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Oh, go for it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I've kind of uh, felt more strongly towards. Like, I feel like if there's something that I talk about in the podcast, it's something that I also when I'm outside of it, like you know, just fucking regular Eddie. Yeah. I still try to like implement, you know, little things like make little changes. If I heard something from a guest that I know I could apply to my life. I try to take that little bit and just, you know, slowly apply it and it's kind of like, uh, keep myself changing, like growing, developing, you know, uh-huh. for the same reason that I just feel like, uh, you know, you get stuck in one place and fuck, I lost you don't want to be one dimensional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. You don't want to be one dimensional. You no. want to be able to have all these different sides to you. Yeah. But at the same time. Stay honest to that side. To exactly, those sides. exactly. That's that's how it. That's you have to be like that. Mm-hmm. You have to evolve, but also you have to explore uh, new surroundings. Yeah, like one thing I got, I recently got was like people asked me if I was vegan because I think I had like two episodes kind of like back to back. One of them was uh, uh, her name is Myra. She she runs like this. Uh, it's called Leche, like a company. Mm-hmm. And she, she usually posts up like in Border X, like when they have like. Uh, on Mondays, they have, like, a food, little food festival in the parking lot. What is it? Leche? was called Leche? Yeah. Some... Is it the one with the pig? Mm, that logo? No. There's someone who says Leche, but it's a pig, but did she, did she make, like, milk or anything? She, she makes, like, milks. Yeah, like, dairy-free milks. I, okay, I heard her on the podcast with uh, Badass Chicas, and that's what... Oh, yeah, that's where she was at, too. Yeah. yeah, she was like, yeah, I heard about it, because she makes, like, certain kind of things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah dude, She's a hustler. Yeah, she's a hustler, dude. So, uh, her episode was, like... Uh, leaning towards veganism and the one before that was just like lowering meat consumption and like I told people straight out like I'm not a vegan you know I, I'm working towards being it you know and so like outside of You're it curious I'm, like, yeah you know I'm curious about it so I like like you mentioned earlier I, I at least stopped eating pork every now and then I do like get tempted by bacon or like you know something you know like breakfast burrito and the, for- like, the forbidden animal <laughs> the forbidden animal um, but I'm, I'm you know I want to be honest like I'm working towards that lifestyle and I talk about it and I do support it but at the same time I you know I'm I'm, I'm a human dude I'm gonna fall back into my own habits you know and it's something that I'm still trying to like work towards like if I'm about to eat pig if I see a fucking 
piece of bacon in front of me. Mm-hmm. I can think twice about it now, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> not today. I, you know, I, I'm, it's, I'm just taking those little pieces of knowledge and kind of applying it to myself. Uh-huh. Know, and trying to be honest with what I'm saying in the podcast and outside of it. Because at the end of the day, people are going to call you out on your bullshit. If, oh, yeah. You know, they're going to call <laughs> oh, yeah. you out, and then where do you stand? You're just going to look like a fool. No, but... well, you gotta be you, you gotta be honesty with <laughs> this honesty. Is me. This is me, I, you know? and this is why I wanted you on. Yeah. Uh, so right now, uh, we're gonna take a break. Right now, when we get uh, when we cut, uh, we come back. Um, I want to get to know who who was Eddie all about and everything. We'll be right back. Cool. All right, we're back on. Uh, we took a little uh, break. Uh, man, I can't even stop burping on these beers we're drinking right now. <laughs> so I was like, I was burping and burping, and I I had some chimichanga beers. I'm burping and. I don't want to burp, and the the, the, the the burp blocks and goes this way. Yeah, yeah I get fucking deflected. <laughs> so uh, I know we talked about uh, you, uh, well, how you do the Social Primate podcast, but I want to get to know who was Eddie all about. What did you grow up at? Um, I mean, for the most part, I've grown up in Cudahy for the last, like, 20 years. Uh-huh. And then before that, I was briefly in uh, Pasadena, mm-hmm. Highland Park, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, those those two places, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Huntington Park and then Cudahy. Oh, Huntington Park and Cudahy. Yeah, so I mean, Cudahy for sure. That's like if I had to go to one, it's Cudahy. I mean, it's not the proudest city to talk about, but you know, it's still my community. You know? mm-hmm. So Cudahy, man. And like you, know, you just you don't want to forget where you come from. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean, it doesn't again. It doesn't have its, the greatest history. You know, there's a lot of problems going on with that city, but for the most part, that's the place I call home. You know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, what can I say? I can talk shit about it, but it's still my home. That's how I always feel with one. When people say, like, where you from? Like, where are you originally from? I, was, mm. I always represent Wilmington. Yeah. And I always feel like well, there's a lot of people who are born in Wilmington, move out of Wilmington, and don't want to think about Wilmington. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are certain cities, like you say, Cuddyhay was like your hood, and Wilmington was my hood, but I feel like it made us stronger men. Yeah. Because if you can make it out of Cudahy, you can make it out of Wilmington, you can make you you can make it out of anywhere because it it brought it taught us to be survivors. For sure, no, for sure. It, it, <laughs> it, it, oh yeah, it's gonna. Is you, it, am gonna I right? Grow, am I right? You're gonna yeah, you're gonna grow some thickest skin. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, just peeking on that real quick. Like I work in like the Griffith Park area. I want to say specifically where? Yes, but it's near Griffith Park. Yeah. And the majority of the people there are are white. Mm-hmm. You know, I have nothing against white people because I already picked on them like three times. This, this <laughs> you picked on them, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know they've been, I, they they've come in and you can see how incapable they are sometimes of doing the smallest things or just whether it's using like some fucking sort of machine whether it's you know just like their ignorance in regards to certain issues or just the way they act under certain pressures. It's like, dude, chill, man. Like it's gonna be okay. You know, if something doesn't go your way, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You know. It's gonna you're gonna bounce back. You're gonna be good. And I know it's hard while you're doing it in the moment. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, at this point, if something bad happens to me right now, not like a death or something, you know, but mm-hmm. something happens, I'll be like, fuck, fucking, like, I'm not going to fucking, uh, you know, make a commotion, go crazy over it or anything, because my reality is I've been through harder shit, mm-hmm. you know, this year is going to be like, okay, it's, not that it's just something scary. else, you mm-hmm. know, something else I'm going to have to deal with for right now, and in a few months time, it's going to, I'm going to laugh at it, like, well, fine, that was mm-hmm. comical, you know, but... Mm-hmm. This is my perspective on stuff, you know. Yeah. I've just been built. Have you ever been through, like, I know with, like, a lot of people always say, Mega Man, did you ever, like, struggle? Because living in, in urban areas like Cudahy, like, or Wilmington, yeah. we struggle. It's like, did you ever go through the same situations, like, you know, when you're young? 
you know, like you guys didn't have anything and stuff like that. Because I've been through that yeah. shit too. I mean, yeah, for sure. When I was a little kid, you know, my, you know, I'm, I'm the first child of four. So, I mean, my parents had to take care of the four of us. You know, I, I, can, I can just imagine how much work that is. If I only have one and I'm like, Phew. you know, before, it's like, Jesus Christ. But um, the whole point is, you know, I've had my own struggles outside of my house, you know, with my kid and, you know, my ex at this point. And um, it was hard, man. It was definitely a, a struggle. And I felt, in those moments, I felt ashamed, you know, because I couldn't do more. But now I look back at it and I say, dude, like, I survived that. You know, like, that's a story that made me, you know, like, those those experiences. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is too much, but there was a point I remember where I did have a problem, like, looking for work and I was unemployed. And, dude, I, I swear to God, I, I couldn't afford to buy a fucking pizza from, like, Super Pizza Veloz or, like, Little Caesars, $5 oh, wow. pizza one day. Because I paid my rent and I, I was, like, maxed out. Dude. I totally get it. And... I felt bad because that's when my my son was like two or something and, you know, he wanted pizza and it's like, dude, I had to scavenge for fucking coins, man, and it was rough. I, I get and that, man. I, 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 at the moment, I felt ashamed of myself, but now it's like, no, like, I'm not there anymore, you know? And like I, I've, since then, I've built myself. I'm a way better position, uh, both financially, mentally, physically, like all these other steps, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't experienced those moments because that made me realize that there's I don't, I don't know how to, how to explain it. You 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 made you realize the stuff that you've been through in the past, and you made yourself to be better. It's like that shit will never happen again. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, dude, and it's just like growth. Yeah, it's like immediate growth after realizing that kind of stuff. You know, and it's mm-hmm. to this point, it's something that I look back on and and I think of like the moments where my lowest I was like for now. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but. Mm-hmm. At that, at, right now, those were one of my lowest moments. Mm-hmm. But now I can reflect back on it and say, like, that's not going to be me anymore. I'm going to do better. And I know I'm, I can do a lot more better. You know, I was like, stay consistent and just keep going forward, you know? Uh-huh. So what do you, what type of job do you do? You do more, more like graphic designs and everything? Uh, yeah, I do. My, the majority of stuff I do is graphic design. Um, yeah, it's, it's just graphic design. That's mm-hmm. pretty much my whole thing. I need a new logo. <laughs> you do like logo know, stuff and, and everything? Yeah, I do everything. Man. What? I do everything. I like all your pictures and all like the social primate. Like, because I'm looking for some like a new logo designs yeah. and stuff like that and, and new logo pictures and stuff and, and all. Because, you know, people is like, oh, I'll give you for free. But mm-hmm. there's no such thing as free in this world. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be. And I always want to help out people and stuff like that. So being a graphic designer, growing up and being a father, how's that been? Like being a father, like, man, it's just... It's another world, huh? It's, it's crazy, man. It's definitely another world. You know, when people do say like, oh, I get a shit. It's probably so hard to have a kid. And, you know, people my age right now, especially like 30, late 20s, either they're already up in the process of starting a family or they want to start a family or they're still in the limbo like, well, I don't want, I don't know. It's it's hard. Like, yeah, it's hard. But if I'm being really honest, it's a lot easier than people make it seem, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, uh, only because... For the same reason that, I mean, if you, okay, so again, just going back to the thing, like, you know, early, like I was a, a dad at like when I was like 21 or something. So technically I was still pretty young. I was 21, dude. I, you know, that's when you start drinking and partying and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, you know, I got locked down, you know, I had a kid, don't regret it or anything, but the, the very uh, fact still stands that I missed out on a lot of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And just you know missing out all that 
He grew up quickly. I grew grew up up quickly. Yeah, I grew up very quickly. And I had to grow really quickly. So, yeah, it was was tough trying to figure out how to support not just myself, but my ex at the time and my son. You know, know, between two of us, we were both working and whatnot. Yes. But, um, you know, the whole thing is just learning how to step up and be kind of like head of a household and stuff. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um... My whole point here was, like, I'm losing my... No, like, being a father, how it was, Oh, like... yeah. So, it it was, you know, it's it's cool, because I learned how to live in a more of a minimalistic way. Yes. Not only because I was tight on what I needed to get, but you start learning what you need, to, like, the necessities versus wants. So, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I need this. I want a fucking PS4. You know? I have to choose, and then... Groceries or PS4? <laughs> Groceries or PS4. Groceries, you know? And then, you know, you, you learn how to become more responsible on your own. So I think it was definitely a, a good way to view life fast paced at a young age. Because now I'm 30, my kid's about to be eight. So it's like, to me, just, I remember being eight. So it feels like I can relate to him, his experience a little bit more than when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, I have my own stuff. I have my feet more grounded in a sense. And I know I still need to do some growing for myself. So I can keep learning, teaching him how to keep living. You know? And also when your son gets older, when in high school, it gets more easier. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're, you're getting to the, the adult transition. Mm-hmm. It makes it more of like a part of life. Like you're almost there. And when you're 18 or 19, bye-bye, you're out. Get your own place. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I want to, I got to do my own thing. I want to party, yeah. you know? I want to do my own thing. I want to focus more on the podcast yeah. more. But th- that's just something where you learn. Because when you had your kid... You had to mature quick. Yeah. But you learn things like, okay, I want to go out and get a beer, but my kids need shoes. Mm-hmm. Like certain situations like that. Yeah. Like point A or point A B. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, people <laughs> are like, listen, they're like, what the fuck? Priorities are all wrong. But yeah, it's, it's a truth. You know, you, for you to lie about the fact that you have wants, but then you have needs and then, you know, just criticize other people for it. It's, it's it, I don't, I don't know, man. It's. I don't think it's the right thing to do because, again, <clears throat> we're not in those experiences, you know? Yes. And it's not until we're there that we finally understand somebody else's point of view. Mm-hmm. Whether it's relatable or not, the I, the concept of it still stands, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, it, it's been a crazy ride, especially, you know, having a kid. Man. But I, I feel, I feel like now, um, just by hearing you and the, the stuff and the experiences that you've been through, I feel like your son's very lucky to have you because knowing the fact like I have a cool ass dad my dad does podcasts you have more knowledge to give to your son yeah. when he gets older in life yeah I mean I, I do hope so you know I he it's funny because the other day I was he was in the car with me and I hear my voice and I was like what the fuck and I turn around and I see my son like loading my podcast on his, on his he has a little iPhone that he carries around uh, just to like play games with and I was like, what are you listening to? He was like, oh, your podcast. And I was like, wow. I was like, oh, thanks, Julian. I mean, I don't think you should uh, listen to it right now, you know, because I'm like cursing and like yeah. telling I'm getting blown. So I was like, but, you know, I, I appreciate it. He goes, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, but it's just those, those little things, you know. But again, I just try to at least approach my relationship with him more of a, like I'm his father, but I also want him to feel like he can trust trust me because I don't I don't have that certain trust with my parents, you know. Yeah. So I just want to approach him so he can understand that I can, he can trust me, mm-hmm. he can communicate with me, and have like deep conversations with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
Yeah, I mean, you're you're doing good. I'm trying to. Yeah, you're I'm, doing I'm good. Take one day at a time. You're doing. I have four. My pullout game's whack. I know how <laughs> it is, but I'm doing my best. Yeah. I mean, being a single father with two boys, mm-hmm. I, I I get it, man. I get it. You just want to do whatever you can. You want to have the best. You want to give them. You want to give your son the all. Yeah. You know, and everything. Like there's things I didn't have. I want to give my son, but also. Don't make them spoil, but sometimes in a way you have to teach them to earn it. Yeah, yeah, stuff exactly, like exactly. Yeah. And all yeah. that. I mean, I think that's how we kind of learn whether it was, you know, pushed on us or forced on us. Oh yeah, we learn, you know, because they don't know about Wilmington. They don't know about your son. The cut of hay, like we, we yeah. had it. You got to survive up in this. <laughs> yeah, you guys have it easy now, yeah. but back then you had a. You gotta. There was no social media. Like you talk shit, you gotta go put your fist up, dude. That's how it is. I noticed on your Instagram, um, you you take a lot of pictures. Like yeah. about, is it more pictures about life or mountains? You go to, because I know you go to the, you do a lot. It's like hiking. Yeah, I try to do a lot of travel. Not traveling, but like I like to visit places that I get away from the city pretty uh-huh. often. Um, I think it's great. I think it's uh, it's a, the last place I went to was Joshua Tree like two weeks ago. Oh shit. And yeah, it was fucking cold, man. It was so cold. Like, I didn't sleep the whole night because I was just freezing. Like, fuck, man. I was, but the whole morning, the whole morning was great. And I felt refreshed even if I didn't sleep for, like, no hours. Uh-huh. Like, it felt good, dude. Like, I felt, like, connected. I felt cool claiming rocks and shit. It just felt, it felt nice. It's so different from the city. For sure. Yeah, as soon as you came into the city, although I loved going back into the city when you're coming back. You're oh, like, you see oh, the city like, oh, I'm look at this L.A. Yeah, you go right there. Did you go like Valencia going down the hill to like fucking Samar? And you see that? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, you see it. Yeah, you oh, see yeah. <laughs> you're like, yes, I'm almost there. But, you know, that's also a great feeling. But it, it's definitely good to to go out and disconnect like that. So a lot of the photos that I take will be just like, you know, just random stuff that catches my eye and like, you know, post it up. Cause I, I I'm not a photographer or anything, but I do like making my pictures look kind of I know I see it, cool dude. and whatever. Oh, I make it man follows. Yeah. They make it man trolls. <laughs> I follow all the good people, man. Uh, I was gonna, we're almost getting yeah. to the end right now. Uh, I was gonna say, what's your end game on your podcast? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't think there's a, a end game. There's more like I'm doing this more for myself. Gotcha. You know, I, I, obviously for my the community too, and for those people out there who need. Like a platform, you know. I've, I've been, a, I was a musician before. Oh shit! No, yeah, I was in a band when I was like seventeen or something. And mm-hmm. you know, just the fact that I wanted somebody to hear my music was yeah. like, oh fuck, I want somebody to hear. So now I try to like bring music, you know, hip hop artists, rock or rock bands, whatever it is, kind of give them a place where at least some other people can listen to their music, mm-hmm. you know, and see where it goes from there. But for the most part, I, you know, again, it's just for myself. You just uh, learn more about people. You know, see different perspectives, challenge my stigmas and my like my biases and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then you know, just helping me just learn, dude, just learn some more. And obviously now I'm starting to sell more merch, like stickers, pins, or like shirts. I know I saw those pins you saw. Yeah, so I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to get them out just to at least make something that can pay like my fucking oh fuck. I got one for you. Don't, I'm not going to forget when I get out of here. Yeah. No, like, I, like, saw, like, <laughs> I love pins and stickers. Yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 when I get pins and stickers, I'm going to ship it. Just, well, well, after the podcast, when I get them, I'm going to send you them in the mail. I'm going to give you a shirt, too. Let me oh, know what size. Sick, yeah. um, I'm making shirts uh, for the people, for the fans, but for the guests, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man podcast, I was a guest on the Mega Man's podcast. Damn. Those are only for the guests. Yeah. 
and all that. Guesses. That yeah. guesses is. <laughs> they always get yeah. criticized, but that's. I'll give you all that stuff. And okay. uh, what I'll do is I'll give you – I'm trying to make some beer glasses. Oh, dang. Mega Man Podcast beer glass. And what I'll do is I'll ship it out. And um, you let me know what type of beer you want, and mm-hmm. I'll put it with that, and I'll ship it out to you. Sounds like a deal, man. Kind of deal? What's like up, dude? Deal. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll get all that stuff. So uh, are there any last words or any shout-outs before we log off? Uh, I mean, not too much. I mean, just check out the podcast, you know, when you can. Mm-hmm. Social priming. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, just, I don't know. People just have to be open to conversation, you know? I, like, know. I know it's hard for people to sometimes see people that you have no idea who they are. Yeah. It's kind of like... Even bothered to turn tuning into something, mm-hmm. but you know you're gonna tune in and you're gonna catch it. You know you're gonna hear something that's gonna catch your attention, mm-hmm. and then you're you're gonna be a fan. You know. You're, well, you're you already have in. a fan, man. I, I don't Thanks, think man, like I, I know. I I'm not just saying to blow smoke up your ass, but I know I'm saying it because, dude, I I made a good friend. You invited me on, and we're networking and listening to podcasts. I always have to support, and I just want to say before we end. Um, the guest whoever comes on the Mega Man podcast, you're automatically like you're like the guys. You're my best friend, mm-hmm. and you're you're part of the Mega Man family, dude. So if there's Thanks, anything man. that you need to support or this and, and be there, um, that's one thing I do. With um, I don't know, I didn't tell you about this before we log off. Every time I have a guest on, mm-hmm. when I have them, I always keep in touch. Yeah, you know, people are like okay, I did the podcast, bye. I always want to keep in touch and see how they're doing. That's that's how I always yeah. want to remember my guests. Dude, like, that's hey, fucking great. You have to be yeah. like that. And uh, that's the thing. Like, hey, Eddie, hey, how's everything going, dude? How's your podcast and everything? I know been busy. I just if you want to grab a beer, like all that, because I always want to be uh, close to my guests. Yeah. All my See, guests. I don't want to add more time, but that's one thing that I want to work on because I've noticed a lot of the times I do have guests and I communicate, you know, through social media, uh-huh. but it's, it's hard to tell. But I'm an introvert. And yeah. It, like, it's really hard for me to be like, Hey, like, yeah, I know. let's get together type of thing. But it's something that it's in the back of my mind that I know I want to do because, again, I don't want to just have the guests here for the sake of having them promote my shit. But it's you don't want like, to force it. It has to come out. It has to come out organically. Yeah, you know, and so like that's something I'm really working on because again, I, I that's gonna help me grow, mm-hmm. and at the same time, it's gonna help me help those people who are helping me. So, cool, cool. So. Well, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Mass Podcast, Eddie, and much shout outs to you. Uh, follow, and where can they follow you at? Uh, uh, Instagram is Social Primates, uh, Spotify is Social Primate Podcast. Uh, and I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, cool. Yeah, and well, follow him on Instagram. I'm going to po- put all that stuff out. I'll follow him on uh, Social Primate Podcast, follow Super Audio Network. Um, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Leave me some stars or a comment to make the podcast better. Find my podcast on Apple, uh, Google, Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, Stitchers, a whole nine yards. And also follow me on Instagram at the Mega Man's podcast and my personal at Mega Man 6980. Other than that, 80, thank, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I really thank appreciate you, it. Man. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. We're out. Later, guys.